the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. The first thing on my mind is those uh, DARPA microchips that detect COVID. Yeah. That they say they've had for a while. Wait, you know, not necessarily that specifically, but they've had stuff like that for a while. Uh, so do you remember how several months back after the election, you know, everybody was like, oh, there was fraud. And the narrative was, oh, there was no fraud. This is all crazy. And then Time mm-hmm. Magazine runs that article that says, you know, all these big giant companies did, in fact, do stuff to make the election go a certain way. But they didn't call it rigging. They called it fortifying the election. Right. Yes. So it was like, oh, so yes. there really was a bunch of bullshit. It's just it's OK because it was your bullshit. So. Right. The whole vaccine, not, not vaccine, but the COVID microchip thing is like, to me, kind of the same thing. Because like the conspiracy this whole time has been like, you know, microchips and tracking and COVID passports and like, uh-huh. oh, no, that's all crazy conspiracy talk. And well, but, you know, we do have this thing. But, you know, technically it's not right. a good deal because it's ours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That just that just cracked me up because it's like another one of those like Alex fucking Jones and like standard, you know, Bill Hicks conspiracy shit was right the whole time. Well, and it's I mean, conspiracy theorists have been right about so much shit, even just vaccine passports. I think we said this last episode, but vaccine passports, if we would have brought that up a year ago, even six months ago, people would be like, oh, you're just crazy lunatics, you stupid conspiracy theorists. And now there's people that are really pushing for that. I mean, oh, yeah, everything's coming true. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> when do you draw the line? I mean, I thought I thought passports would have drawn the line, but now they want to inject you with a tracker. Is, right. It, it, yeah. Well, it's hard that... to know. It's hard to know if we're winning or we're losing. Like, uh, you know, on the one hand, it's like all this stuff just comes from the ivory tower. And there's like mm-hmm. not that many people in the ivory tower. And you look around in your daily normal life and, you know, not everybody obviously is like that, but I don't know. It's really hard to tell if, if like there's going to be this giant authoritarian shit show or if things are going to go okay in the end, because at some point it's going to be like, yeah, we're not doing that. And then like, they just have no ability to make people do it. Right. So then what do you do with that? Right. Yeah. Only thing is, is if enough people decide, like, I mean, you've seen the, You've seen Twitter and you've seen other social media and so many people are like, you know, just the, the vaccine passport. Oh, it's such a good idea. And if you don't get the passport, then you don't care about people's health. And like, does the fucking COVID tracker just turn into that, too? I mean, right. Oh, oh absolutely. You, you don't care about society and like, holy shit, because there's a lot of people out there that they want this, you know? Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that 
COVID is just the easy way to make it, well, easy way to make it happen, I guess, to some people, because the reality is, I mean, it's like any other ID. It's a, it's a way to have a third party verify something before you enter into a business or an arrangement with somebody else. And so what's Mm. different about this one is that rather than like what a current ID is, is just, okay, this just proves who you are and that, you know, you pay taxes or whatever for X amount of time. The COVID thing is like an ongoing third party health thing, right? So Mm -hmm. at what point does that evolve into the next disease and the next disease or like in China, the social score thing, you know, or, Oh, this parent has a suspended driver's license. You know, we have to document that they came into this. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, be, it all becomes yeah. tracking at some point. Yeah. So it's the introduction of that into the West. You know, I, you said social score. Have you, there's an episode, I haven't watched very many, but there's an episode of black mirror out there. And basically I think you have like a, everybody had like phones and you right. like, you could see everybody's social score and you had to do this stupid stuff. You had to be super woke and you had to, you know, I mean, everything that's going on today, you see these corporations and stuff doing it. And it's all just because they want to look good on, you know, they just want to improve their social score. Oh, look at us. We're, we're woke. You know, we care about people's color and right. blah, blah, blah. And that's how this episode was, was, and there was like, I think the girl in the, like the, the main, character in the episode like stuff kept happening and her fucking score kept dropping and dropping and dropping and everybody's like judging her and stuff and you know she gets on like the train and people like oh i don't want to sit next to that person so what point do does that black mirror episode become reality and oh it's getting close i think we're knocking on the door of it you're already seeing that yeah you're already seeing that i mean we know people even you know here in freaking kansas that uh you know, for example, they, they stopped going to a, a certain church because they didn't like that, you know, that particular place, there wasn't, people weren't wearing masks or they were still doing this. And that's yeah. common. I mean, there's people that they don't go to certain stores or they won't go out or, you know, they won't mix, you know, people not having birthday parties for their kids, you know, shit like that. So I don't think it would take very much. You know, once you, once you identify somebody as an undesirable, nobody mm-hmm. wants to be around them. I mean, in today's world, you know, that gets framed, you know, you don't go to the poor parts of town, right? Or if you want to introduce yeah. racism into it, that's a whole, whole segment of that, right? With, you know, certain people don't want to hang out with other certain groups of people. So it's the same thing. It's, it's becoming that, uh, you know, whether it's COVID or something else, that, that sort of caste system, you know, where there's, it's, it's just another layer on top of like, you know, racism and rich guy, poor guy and, you know, whatever else brought to you by the yeah. state. You put a black, uh, black, you know, you make your Instagram profile picture, a black circle or whatever, and you get like right. 30 points for the day. So we were hanging out the other day with a bunch of people. And, uh, there was, there was, I don't want to say an awkward pause, but there was kind of a, a gap in the conversation for a few minutes. Everybody was just taking a drink or whatever. And the one lady felt compelled to, I got my COVID shot today. And like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, had to, had to show everybody her band aid and stuff, and it was just like, who the <sighs> fuck cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's such yeah. one of those things. It's like I had a doctor fondle my balls in a physical today. I don't have a hernia. <laughs> I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like who does that? You know, there was a guy I used to be in the army with, and uh, he posted on Instagram. You know his 
vaccine paper, you know, and it's like one and done because I got the Johnson and Johnson and like, it's the cool thing now to, to do that. I just, I don't know. That's, but it's just virtue signaling to the highest order. You know, it's look at me. I care about you, you know, with the at least amount of effort I can put into something, but look, I care. I just, I don't know. (laughs) But maybe this is all good in the end because then we can like draw a clear line in the sand of like our society of like how we think and stuff. We just eventually move away. And then all those people that think like that, maybe they can go this direction. And it's making it abundantly clear how people think, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, that, you know, you'd think that'd be a good thing. I guess the only thing on that that remains to be seen is, uh, can we really do it? You know, in the sense that like, can, can like Texarkana, Kansas, whatever actually be segregated from, uh, you know, can we actually leave? Cause you know, even, even that stuff depends on, uh, politicians, right. To, to, to do the right thing and then follow yeah. through with it. Even when the federal government and the Supreme court ultimately say, no, you can't do that because there's no, there's no legal mechanism for secession. Well, of course there's not, you know, unions aren't designed to be broken up. So, and I don't know that it would necessarily have to be secession because things like states' rights are already kind of baked into the cake, but it's going to take backbone and spine in order to stick to that. And do we think that our power structures today have that backbone and that spine? I mean, I I would like to think yes, and I think we're going to see more of it, but are we going to see enough of it, I guess, is going to be the big one. Yeah. We see it with some of the gun stuff. Obviously, some states have at least put bills in place. They're, you know, they're still not all the way through legislation, but they're trying to, you know, to put stuff in place to say, no, you can't go do that kind of stuff. We're not going to allow it. Um, at least at least we kind of know what states, I guess, are kind of not on board with invasion of privacy. Yeah. But. I don't know, man. These wild times. These are just so the Navy UFO thing, right? That's one. Uh, you know, if anybody hadn't seen that video, it's so. What it is is it's allegedly from the USS Russell, and it's a guy looking at something through a night vision scope. But it's it's like he's filming whatever it is from his phone through like a handheld night vision goggle, right? And yeah. so you see little, you see three triangles flying around, flashing. And uh, the explanation for that is that it's like an out-of-focus phone artifact called a bokeh, which maybe, but allegedly, this video got leaked out from Congress, from that uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force that is supposed mm-hmm. to release some kind of report uh, in June or, or make some kind of statement or something about you know, UFOs. And obviously there's been a, an uptick in that sort of stuff over the last few years, uh, particularly from the Navy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, you know, that's going to be an interesting one because I feel like there's such a big, you know, obviously UFOs and like pop culture. And then, you know, we're in this age of cell phones where I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long. Like, like you would think as many cameras as they're out there now, like you would just see stuff. Oh, yeah all the time and I, I, I'm sure that it's there on YouTube but I mean 
I don't know. You know, I'm not sure what to make of that whole thing. Because on the one hand, it's, it sure seems like they're covering something up just because of the – it could just be a lack of information and just general incompetence, but it sure seems yeah. like like a active cover-up, I guess. You know, and a lot of people think that. So, Right. Well, just from watching the video, I, so then I did a little bit of research, and there's an aircraft that allegedly exists and doesn't exist, whatever you want to say the TR-3B, and it's right. a, like, plasma-propelled, like, super-fucking-fast, triangular-shaped jet, I guess you could call it. Um, and, I mean, it looks pretty identical to those, you know, uh, little triangles that we're seeing, and they're moving all fast. And I watched some other videos, and they were, like, they would hover around for a minute and they just, you know, like, I mean, just super quick to the next location, kind of like what we think a UFO, you know, would look like. And then there was another video I watched and it was supposedly a few years ago in Syria and there was some compound or something and it like hovered over it for, for a few minutes and then it like shot some like plasma cannon or something at this compound. And then like at the same instance that it shot it, it flies straight up in the air. Now this could have been a fake video. Um, you know, it can be done now, but that tech, if it actually exists, has been around since like the nineties. So yeah. you're talking 30 years ago, we had stuff that looked like flying spaceships and how many, uh, just, you know, if you like follow the UFO community, how many people have seen triangular shaped craft in the sky right. since the nineties? I mean, it would make sense if this is stuff that we've already had and yeah, they're saying, you know, heads of the Pentagon and all these people like UFOs exist, UFOs exist. Well, or UAPs. I mean, all that is unidentified flying object or unidentified aerial phenomenon. The person who's saying that could actually not know that this tech exists, but he knows there's stuff out there. So right. technically they're not lying, but they're kind of also misleading the people. But what better way to, you know, to say, okay, we've got, we don't want like people to really know what we got, but we don't want to lie to them because we, you know, freedom information act and stuff. So, right. Yeah. Okay. You know, we'll just say this. Yeah. There's stuff out there. We don't know what it is, you know? Um, right. And make some you know, guy announce it who really doesn't know what it is. It, yeah. That's, you know, that's one thing that's always baffled me is the idea that, so they'll say, well, if this was something the government owned, the government wouldn't spend all this money or, you know, assign people to investigate something that the government already knows what it says. And I, it's like, I mean, number one, it's the government and they're extraordinarily incompetent and irresponsible with your money because there are literally no repercussions whatsoever. And number right. two, they absolutely would do that. I mean, do you know anything about like the history of like the CIA or like how a lot of wars <laughs> get started or anything? I mean, Congress hides spending stuff as much as possible in as many bills as possible. Right. And then if if the army has something super duper top secret or what you think they just tell all five, six hundred people that are in Congress or associated with Congress about whatever it is that they're doing. No. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd exactly. have leaks like overnight. I mean, I uh, remember when the bin Laden raid went down and, and the only reason we ever heard anything about it as far as the you know, they had like some stealthy Blackhawks that like look different and stuff. The only reason yeah. you ever even heard about those helicopters was because one of them crashed and they had to blow it up. And it was a news story that they left behind a, 
you know, potentially top secret, you know, helicopter or whatever, that up until that yeah. point, nobody ever even knew existed. And we're exactly. just talking a freaking modified Blackhawk that's, you know, the Blackhawk's been around since like the 80s, right? So it's, it's yeah. not even like a super duper cutting edge thing. It's like a, the same thing with some new skin panels, let alone something like what you're saying, which even aside from something super transformative like that TR-3B, if you just talked about a, a new fighter plane being in a, you know, a flying wing type shape, you know, something like that, it, it doesn't even have to be super duper groundbreaking. I mean, nobody's going to know about it. Right. The only other thing, uh, sorry, the uh, Chinese drone storms. I think you were sending a group to our, our yeah, group, yeah. or sent a text to our group. Sorry, and it was talking right. about how there's, which, that could also be the stuff that we're seeing. I mean, one the guy in the in that original video you're talking about in that night vision, he zoomed in on it. So I mean, it could have been something small in the sky, and just zoomed in on it to make it look bigger, or he didn't zoom on it. You know what I mean? He didn't zoom on it to make it look bigger, but he zoomed in on it, which made it look bigger. Right. And with drone technology, I mean, even like a drone, me and you could purchase at Best Buy for a couple thousand dollars. I Well, for instance, I have a buddy I know. He bought a new drone from DJI and it goes 89 miles an hour. And that's a $1,600 drone that me and you, we could just go buy. Now, that's right. pretty fucking quick. And the acceleration for these drones isn't slow. So think about someone 10,000, 15,000, 50,000, you know? Yep. And when it's government, you're talking about unlimited funds like you were talking about, no repercussions. They can dump all this into it. Yeah. So back when all that like mystery drone shit was going on, uh, the wife yep. and I one night saw some stuff and we went out, you know, and we followed it for a while. And uh, there was at one point it stopped over a field and was kind of hovering and, uh, you know, it's, it's the dumbest thing because here I am like bashing on why aren't there more videos of like UFOs and stuff. But like, we're sitting here in the car, like watching this thing over this. And it's not even that far away. Like yeah. just in this field, like, what the fuck is that? And uh, neither of us thought to like get our phone out until the thing started moving and going away. Well, yeah. So we, we turned the car around and over the course of about a, I don't know, half mile, three quarters of a mile, maybe uh, we got up to 70 mile an hour and then had to stop at a stoplight and it kept going. And then we, you know, floored it. And it, I mean, at that point it had to be doing closer to, you know, 80, 90 or a hundred. And, and what we saw was big. And when it reached a certain point, got a few miles ahead of us, it's like it stopped again. And then it indexed over about half a mile or so, and then started going mm. back South. And we watched them and you could see them there most of the night and we ended up seeing like three or four of them kind of off in the horizon all doing the same thing they were just they were doing like a grid thing and uh yeah. you know so the only picture we got is you know you just see the blinking lights and stuff like that uh but at the time i was getting on and looking at like well damn what's a drone that's you know that was like this thing was about i don't know six feet or more across uh, and it was fast as shit and it was in the air for it was over an hour that we were out and this thing was out before we went out and it was out when we went home. Yeah. You know, what has that kind of range? And you know, if you can spend 50, 60 grand on a drone, I'll be damned if you can get one of those. Right. And when yeah. you're talking about, you know, military or government type stuff, shit, that's cheap. That's, that's a dirty yeah. drone, you know? And so, yeah. yeah, there's probably all kinds of crazy shit out there. That's just not necessarily even secret, just something regular Joe doesn't know about. Right. 
Well, yeah, that the DJI I was talking about, it goes like, well, he has two. One of his will go five miles away. Five That's miles. Crazy. I mean, I have a small drone and it's a couple hundred bucks. You know, it's about a foot from prop to prop and it'll go half a mile. Yeah. So he spent, you know, a lot more money. He has one that can go five miles away. It'll stay in the air for like half an hour. And then at the end, the battery's going to go dead. But like you say, spend 50 grand on that. You know what? When I, I would like to do it one day still, but I would like to build my own drone and use like right, Raspberry right. Pi as the, you know, as the brains. And you can buy all this stuff for it and cameras and make it automated. And you can do all this for like a few hundred bucks. Get right. some decent sized batteries, get some big motors. You can make that thing stay in the air for an hour. I mean, right. you know, it, it, I don't know. Like I, I want the UFO thing to be so true, but the tech, I think the technology is out there and you know, who, who, who goes to say that these drones, these, these triangular craft that people were seeing in the nineties weren't drones anyways. Sure. I mean, if, if, if that's what I guess a lot of people don't, I, get, I don't think they think about it or what, but the technology we have today, a lot of that's been around and we just don't get to see it for, you know, 20 years. Right. Yeah. It's absolutely. just, it's all secret. But. Well, I'd, so one example I'd think of off the top of my head is the, the Russian version or Soviet version of the space shuttle called the Buran. Uh, it only ever flew into space once, and it was unmanned, and they flew it remotely. You know, so that's a rocket but, plane yeah. that went into space and orbited the Earth and then came back all remote controlled. So, Right. I guess also in the technology, to get off the drone topic, um, did you see Elon Musk, his uh, Neuralink thing? with the uh the monkey and yeah, i was playing pong right got a monkey playing video games yeah yeah with its mind that's fucking yeah. crazy that's wild yeah, so i've I, seen where in the past they've had like not an implant it was like a headset thing and they could do some real simple stuff uh with like brain waves but I, I think that revolution is is coming fast and you know i wonder that's a slippery slope to go down you know and, and that's part of the appeal for elon doing it is to get a grapple on you know well what is ai and what is this whole you know transhumanism thing because you know if you're just talking you know a paraplegic or somebody who's got some other kind of disability or or whatever you know that's one thing but shit you gotta wonder if they can get that nitty-gritty with your brain you know how much easier does that make it for like hillary clinton to make you kill yourself you know (laughs) <laughs> there, there's that i wasn't the even go- thinking about the that. government office of suicide for people with a low social score you know yeah just click the kill switch and then little little bomb goes off in your brain and you just look like you have an aneurysm and then boom that's it oh that or they just make you shoot yourself right they can control your fucking arm oh sure yeah you know what the Neuralink things i think it's fantastic i think it's cool technology but yeah. at the same time it's like I mean, so people like epilepsy or, you know, people like a paraplegic that can't move his muscles and stuff or his, you know, like his limbs. And there could be a possibility to actually do that. It's fantastic. But then I get to think about like, so you, you know, that movie, Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, you know, there's like a dystopian wasteland and like everybody escapes by going into like a video game. Right. What goes to say, like, you know, you create this Neuralink that eventually 
it can like project you into like basically another reality. You yeah. know, it's uh, it, it can because if you're controlling things, it can control what you see. So then you don't even have to put on like headsets to see virtual reality anymore. You just like think about it and boom, you're there. Right. Then that when when do you differentiate between like this reality that we actually live in or like that fake reality? You know, it's the Matrix, man. That's totally the it Matrix. is. It really is. There was it, another movie, uh, Bruce Willis movie called Surrogates. And it was the same kind of thing. Like you, uh, people stayed at yeah. home and they, they took, took control of like this cyborg thing that went around and did their daily life for them while they just sat at home. And so yeah. I can't really remember the plot of the movie too well, other than, you know, obviously he quit being a surrogate at some point, but there was a scene where this guy's talking to this, you know, attractive girl. And then the attractive girl is actually a, you know, 300 pound dude, you know, yes in his house you know just weird shit it's gonna happen yeah it's inevitable i think and then do you ask are we already there anyway i mean yeah. if I, I don't remember what podcast i was listening to but a long time ago there you use grand theft auto as like a as an example you know in grand theft auto you can go around and pretty much do everything in the movie you can kill hookers you know or sorry the video game you can kill hookers and that's like in itself was like a, a small little reality. Imagine when that just becomes like, because like that character in the game doesn't know any different, you know. Right. It imagine like when when does that become like what we're in? You stick the Neuralink in your head, pretty soon that's what it is. You don't know that the world stops right there. That's just something you don't know. Um, I don't know. It's just it's strange to think. That could possibly be something one day. So, like, I'm really for the Neuralink thing, but I'm also, like, super against it because I don't know when – I don't know. Well, it's it's a matter of who's in control, right? So yeah. So, who, who really controls, you know, the Neuralink? It's the same issue that we have even with, like, politics today is, like, it's – I mean, everybody pretty much gets that everybody's different, but it's, well, who's in charge? And if you're in charge, what does that mean, you know? Right, right. I don't know. Another conspiracy thing I wanted to talk about, it's there in the notes too, is uh, Charles Barkley. Did you hear what he said? I, I was yeah, going to try to play the video, but since we're, right, we're doing yeah. this over the phones. Yeah, they just want to uh, keep everybody divided, you know? Yeah. So for the listeners, if you didn't see, Charles Barkley, basically it was like, I don't know, I think he was, he was uh, announcing a game or something like that. But he's talking about how the government wants to keep everybody divided and stuff like that. And they do a really good job of it. He's not wrong. Like, no. what's going on right now? You know, yesterday, that Duante, uh, what's his nuts? That 20-year-old black kid was killed in, what, Minneapolis? Right. And I don't, I don't agree he should have died. But the media, had, they're, they're, they're in complete control. It would otherwise and, not be news. Yeah. But, but there's exactly. a narrative. And so yeah. let's, let's blast this into the headlines to fire people up one way or the other. Absolutely. That happens all the time. Yeah. And that's just, you know, like we said at the beginning of the show, six months ago, a year ago, we all would have said vaccine passports are, are crazy. Right. Like conspiracy theorists have been saying forever that the media and the deep state or Congress, or the government, whoever, they're all in this together and they right. keep everybody divided to keep everybody on the same side. Cause could you imagine if everybody finally was like, fuck this, and they kind of just woke up all at once. Because right. people in power would not, would cease to be in power. And but the problem is like it's like 
we can see the writing on the wall, but some people still can't. I, it just it just blows my mind how some people still cannot see like you. We can watch it in real time. Right. Yeah. The mask is like, off oh, no. now. It's it's, I mean, it's increasingly absurd, yeah. and so that's what begs the question: is like, are they really going to win? Because this just seems so stupid that like you know surely there's going to be some kind of popular uprising against just lunacy. But I don't know, man. There's still a lot of people walking around in their masks in places where you would think, like, yeah. even outside, you know, it just it blows my mind. Like, what? But I got into a conversation with someone on Twitter last night. Wasn't really much of a conversation. They were kind of arguing, but it basically came down to that that black people are better than white people. I mean, this person was blatantly racist. Um, and we got into it that all white people need to die. And so I said something, I was like, uh, so black people selling black people to, you know, white people 500 years ago. I was like, does that not fit into your narrative? And this person was like, that's not true. That's all been a lie that we've been taught and yada, yada, yada. Cause the white man would never do, would never work with the black man without, you know, trying to harm him. And this person was obviously delusional about a lot of things, but I was like, holy shit. Like you've not only fell for that narrative, like you've like went on the whole another spectrum of this. But there's a lot of people out there, like you said, they still got the mask on. This yeah. person wholeheartedly believes that black people are. I mean, it, it was just bad. It was just it was racism from the other direction. Which that's another thing, you know. You can be racist on Twitter if you're a, a person of color, but if you're a white person, God forbid. You know, right. not that I agree with racism by in any means, but well, no, that's wild. part of the whole mask coming off is the you know the double standards now are are more obvious and open and transparent than they ever have been before. Yep. Uh, you know, so it's funny. I saw somebody else. This was a it was a UK news story, I think, but it was a man with swastika tattoo. You know, beat somebody else or or something like that, and so all the comments were like. You know, there's a word for people with swastika tattoos, right? Like, like calling out that news story for not just calling the guy a Nazi because he had a swastika tattoo. And yeah. I didn't comment on anything, you know, because it's a lost cause a lot of times. But the one thing that I really wanted to just point out, but, you know, these people would never see is that they're upset with this news story because the news article wouldn't call the, you know, obvious Nazi a Nazi. But it's like, well, this is what people on the right have been saying for years, right? That, that there's mm -hmm. obvious bullshit going on, that you're obviously not, you know, reporting accurately or fairly or whatever. And, but yet we're supposed to just pretend like, like you're right, right? Like, like the left-wing version of the Nazi's not a Nazi, it's just a guy with a tattoo. And it's like, well, no, this is clearly a bunch of Antifa or, or, or BLM or you know, deep state or, or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know. It's, it's gaslighting is what it is. It's the literal definition of gaslighting. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's, I think that's probably the blessing and the, uh, the blessing and the curse of the internet being able to have information so quickly and so freely is I think it's, 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 it's going to wake us all up. It's going to wake a lot of people up who haven't been woke up to, I guess, the shit that's actually going on. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be rough 
on that journey because because information is so free and it's so easy to talk with someone across the world and it's easy to experience that racism without even seeing a person. I mean, right. you know, but in the end, I guess you got to go through some bad shit in order for it to, I don't know, something good to happen. But the last couple of things uh, I kind of wanted to talk about was uh, one Patrice Kohler's, the uh, co-founder, yeah, co-founder of Black Lives Matter. She not only owns one house that's worth like over a million dollars, she owns four, four nice. houses. And like, hey, I'm jealous. I'm just jealous. I wish I could find something to work people over for shit piles <laughs> of cash without question and have right. my four houses. Like <laughs> typical Democrat, come up with a cause that will pull at people's heartstrings and, uh, and, and appeal to them on an emotional level take their money from them and uh, go buy $4 million houses. Right. Million dollar plus houses. It's actually kind of funny because the one in California, it said it was on a quarter of an acre and it was a three bedroom, two bathroom house. I was like, holy fuck. That's, that's what I got. That's what I have. I have a quarter acre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and I'm getting ready to sell my house. So I'm like, we'll, we'll pick this fucking thing up and just move it to California. Holy right. shit. Yep. That is an, that is insane how a, a house that's I mean it's a decent sized single family home it's it's not it's not huge it's not small it's 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 a good starter home I was like holy I, fuck I heard I heard that's actually a racket in California where uh, people will go and buy a house just like that and then you know they buy it uh, and then you know wait and then sell it for that amount of money you know just buku's bucks because they just got a loan in the first place right so uh, if you Get, get enough out of it to pay a loan off that you're gonna because the value goes up and then you talk it you know 100 grand you don't actually live in california you live in nevada or you know what i mean like that's oh, a thing yeah. and so it's another thing that contributes to the you know the cost it, it's just such a mess over there everything is fucking retarded i think it's a the best thing about that is though is a woman who is a you know said she's trained in classical marxism yeah yeah um is benefiting from capitalism a lot. I mean, a lot. A a lot. lot. Yep. It's like, it's not just like, you know, not you. Well, it makes the religion analogy fitting too, right? Because that's one of the big criticisms people always bring up about a lot of churches is that, you know, they pump all this money into it. And then, you know, Joel Olstein's got a, you know, multi-million dollar estate. And, you know, the what's the TV preacher guy that had the COVID rap video that everybody, you know, he didn't make no the video YouTube period. It was hilarious, but flies around yeah. in a private jet and stuff like that, and people will call him out on it, and rightfully so. But I, I think this just points back to the whole, you know, these weird political ideas become kind of like these religious cults where you, you do have genuine drifters at the top, you know, that are just bleeding people's heartstrings for, you know, all kinds of resources. But for whatever reason, people can't see that, you know, and no. they just keep going with it. No. You know, Marxists, they always want to end, end poverty. They want to end, want to end their own poverty. Nobody else right. Yeah. But, yep. yeah. And then the last thing, and this actually is just, I just didn't know what to make of it, but the lady who had the world's longest uh, fingernails, she finally got them cut. Now, this lady's fingernails were like a couple feet long. She's had them. She hasn't cut them since the 90s. Nice. And I'm trying to see real quick if it says how long. Oh, 
So I guess all of her fingernails together would have measured 24 feet. Nice. So now, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Like, how do you wipe your ass? With, Dude. like, <laughs> I, mean, I guess you could. I guess you could use one of the fingernails as like a scraper, you know, like a well, they're, paint, but like, like a putty each knife. Fingernails you know? like a few feet long, though. That's crazy. Like, how do you eat? How do you wipe your ass? How does this woman? And this is since the nineties, thirty years now. She's had fingernails that are that long. But how do you sleep? How did you do anything? Have you ever seen pictures of them when they get that long? They like throw up. Yeah, it's they're gross. So I've got a toenail that's like, you know, it's like at the length where I would flip it. So I'm not like, it's not like super long, but I had the other day, the thought of that. And I was like, man, how long would it have to get before it like starts curling down? It goes like underneath your toe at one point. Yeah. Yeah. They start like wrapping around. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't wear shoes or do anything, you know? No, that would hurt so bad. It's just this. There's so many questions. I'd like to interview this lady and just ask her, like, how did you do basic things? And then how did you with those toenails? <laughs> I'm guessing someone had to wipe her ass for her. Like, I don't think there's a possible way. I thought about it a lot. I don't know how yeah, this woman guess I guess you get a bidet and just you know spend an extra minute at the bidet and just get power washed, you know. Oh well then let it air dry. That's a, actually that's that's smart. That yeah. is smart. I just want to know what like, receptors weren't like you know, the neurons weren't firing to like make someone make those decisions their life, like this one. Ah. Right. And then you're like, I have an idea. I'm going to grow my fingers out now and not cut them for 30 fucking years. Right. <laughs> anyway, well, I think uh, that about covers it. I don't know. How'd this work out for you? Um, it's fine. Okay. Not bad at all. I'll, uh, it actually works out. Like, on this is pretty well for me. Uh, yeah, one, if once in a while, this is good to you know, throw an extra one out during the week and then whenever we can hook up on the weekends for a longer one or something. Okay. I'll have to do a little more uh, preparing next time. Sure. Yeah. Might have to start doing this more often. So. Yeah. Because I can turn this into a mobile podcast studio, really. So. Yeah. All right, man. I'll let you get off here. All right. All right. Later. See ya.